Welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Steven. And my name is Mixie. We are here to recap Temptation Island, Episode 2, Tiki Lights and Freaky Night. Man, were there some freaky nights. There was some freaky shit going down in these villas, Mixie. There was. I don't remember there being tiki lights, but probably because I was so focused on all of the ass that was going on in this episode. Man, if you like ass, Temptation Island is the show for you. Trying to narrow it down to one ass of the week for this episode was near impossible. Now, do not worry. I was able to get there, but it was difficult to say the least. Yes. Now, you might be trying to watch this on YouTube right now. and You're like, where are your beautiful faces? This is an audio only episode, so you're not missing anything. Don't worry. Everything is fine. We'll be back with video for episode three, but that is fine. Yes, I was watching this episode amongst all the other chaos that was going on and some just wild, wild things that were being said, rules that were being created that were yeah. allegedly for everybody that was only created by one person, though, <laughs> which we will get to. Um, ass yeah. was everywhere. And I honestly was like, oh, that's going to be ass of the week. Nope, that's going to be good thing. This isn't my job. It was tough. I was able to narrow it down, but do not worry. There will be some runner ups this episode because they need to be mentioned to say the least. Thank God we'll have some honorable mention asses, but let's start with Mr. Marky Mark coming back into the party and harshing the vibes, as he said. I like how he's just getting down with the lingo of the kids. Well, I would just like to state for the record that I don't think Mr. Marky Mark could ever break up the party. He is the party. I would do anything to have him be at these parties at all times. I'm so glad you said that because I was like, oh, the party can actually start now, everyone. Exactly. Marky Mark's here. Let's let's actually crank it up. Once again, looking so fresh. At, at one point, I don't remember if it was the guys or the girls, but at one point he walks in and um, I think it was later on in the episode and they were like, of course, Mark's here with a fresh fit. Like, Hell yeah. They all know it. They all know that he's coming in hot. Before Mr. Marky Mark came in, Christopher and uh, Mar- Maricela we're talking and she said something like i wasn't expecting that to come out and he says neither was i he's the one that said it yeah i i don't know if he thinks sometimes secrets fall out of pockets like change does <laughs> but maybe he does think that you know this is what you get when you're a respectable whore is things are just very unexpected <laughs> to you well, and then it gets worse because he did it again. Mr. Marky Mark oh, yes. is like asking about how the night was. And he goes, just to keep it raw, as she's sitting there like shaking her head no, he's like, she likes girls. And I'm like, dude, shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> it was fantastic because he, no, like two minutes ago was like, I, I apologize for oversharing. Like you said, I don't know how that came out. <laughs> and then literally Mark goes, hey, what's going on with you? And he's like, you know what? I overshared. That was her secret to, to tell everyone. And I, I've apologized to her. Speaking about oversharing, she loves women. <laughs> Everybody's got that now, right? Everybody good? Just want to make sure. Oh, I, oh. And then she's just kind of like. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. She was Jesus, shaking Jesus. her head no as he was like, I'm just going to keep it raw. You could see her, the panic in her eyes and her just shaking her head no rapidly. I was like, dude, 
twice in a row after just saying you you felt bad and you didn't mean to, then you do it again. Christopher slash respectable whore is <laughs> at one point in this episode. I believe he refers to himself in the third person at least two times in this episode. <laughs> He's a character. He goes. Christopher just has to look out for himself. And I go, is there another Christopher on the show? <laughs> oh, you're, yourself. You're talking about yourself. That's great. <gasps> God. I, I love Christopher. Me too. This whole thing of Mark coming back in after this couples at the same party together thing, which, by the way, I don't know if I stated it last episode. Loved that they did this. Um, I think it was very good. Vanessa. Vanessa. Can can I before you say something? I would like to give Vanessa a nickname, which I have written down multiple times. So please, I'm, I'm writing I'm writing Vanessa's nickname on here, and sometimes I will refer to this nickname and not Vanessa. So I just want to make sure I say it out loud that way everybody knows. Vanessa is is in case you're not watching. Uh, last week we told you she is the one who will probably kill kill uh, Rob Roberto on this show. So uh-huh. therefore, I am now referring to Vanessa as Gone Girl. <laughs> Vanessa is now Gone Girl on the show. Sold. Never saying her name again. Sold. Good. That is so spot on. Okay. What did you want to say about Gone Girl? Gone Girl. She says that <laughs> she's a cougar magnet. And she says, I don't know why I am so attracted to younger men. And immediately... I am. I'm just. I'm in my seat squirming. I need to. I need to discuss. Mm. You are attracted to younger men because your maturity level is that of a very young woman. You cannot handle mature men. Wow! Wow! Watch out, Mister Marky Mark. Mixie's coming <laughs> for your seat. She's got some fresh looks too. You can't, Gone Girl cannot be, like, she pulls that Gone Girl shit with any man that's above 25, 26. Uh-uh. No. I'm out. I'm out. See you later. Like, Bye. There's, there was so much that was said she's done that I really, after the first episode, I was like, I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. She de- definitely has a hard exterior. I'm going to try to, like, not judge her. Gone Girl's a bitch. You you did say that in the very first one. You're like, I want to give her another week. We've made it to... We haven't even made it like 10 minutes in this episode, and you're out. I'm out. There's so much in this episode that just... It, I, I can't. I can't defend this person anymore. <laughs> and I like, and she acts all like cool about how she's like only going after these young guys. Like, that's not cool. That's not... You're this hot cougar. That's embarrassing. Like, you need to reflect inward on why that is the case. Yes, that is very true. It is, it is an absolute wild ride with Gone Girl, as most rides are with girls who are Gone Girls, <laughs> uh, if you have seen the movie, uh, for obvious reasons. Yeah. That was fantastic by her. She continues to not disappoint throughout this episode, and we'll get to more as we go. I'd like to state for the record that our our, our great guy from the uh, band named Hall and Oates, but not the band uh, Doorway or Hallway or whatever we're referring to him as. Yeah, uh-huh. I felt for him at the beginning because he said, um, it's been a while since my girl looked at me like she wanted me. And I'm just like, come here, bud. Let me, can I give you a hug? I really like him. Yeah. I like him a lot. Um, I was on Reddit 
maybe, allegedly. <laughs> and people were comparing him to Hanya, and I disagree aggressively. Disagree more aggressively than you. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's a good dude. I, I like Doorway a lot. I think he's a good guy. I think he's respecting the whole situation while still having fun. He's playing this the best I've seen anybody play this. He really is. And then Oates comes on and she's like crying. She goes, I don't want to lose him. I want to marry him. I, I want to marry you. She looks at him and says, I want to marry you. Bitch, is the whole reason that you came on this show is because you weren't sure if you wanted to marry him or not? Now you want to marry him before you separate? Uh-uh. Nuh-uh. <laughs> I'll give in a little a little secret that we're recording this after already watching episode three. Like, we learned some stuff in episode three that kind of, like, leads to, like, a better understanding of where they're at at their crossroads of this, which explains it a little bit more. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I, it goes back to the situation. It's like, you can like each other, but it seems like you both might not be right for each other at this point of your life at yep. this point. And that's okay. I think that's that's it. Yeah. And then, as we always say, just, just break, break up. up. Just break up. There's so much of that in this episode as well. When they were leaving, you know, everybody's crying. They're all doing their whole wah wahs. Uh, Gone Girl, did you catch Gone Girl? What did she do? She grabbed his dick before they left. <laughs> Didn't see that at all. Jesus Christ! She like did like a, a like a rub grab. What a what a absolute Gone Girl move. <laughs> As they were leaving, she like they like hugged and kissed, and then she like rubbed, grabbed, and then walked away. What a big time con girl move right there. (laughs) I mean, such a good nickname. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I would like to play a really quick game because I believe this is the first game we've played this season on Temptation Island called Is This Foreshadowing or Is This Definitely Foreshadowing? (laughs) That is those are the two options I will give you, Mixie. Okay. Uh, So I'm going to play a clip and then you have to tell me, is this foreshadowing or is this definitely foreshadowing? Okay. I know the rules might be a little tough for everybody playing at home, but just, you know what, try. I think they're clear. Here is our clip. Thank you so much, Bay, and I promise you I wouldn't do nothing to disrespect you. Okay, Mixie, I asked you, is this foreshadowing or definitely foreshadowing? <sighs> this is not tough at all. It is definitely foreshadowing, <laughs> and I feel <laughs> confident in that. Now, it's funny. You introduced this game, and I knew it was going to be respectable horror, but I had a different quote in mind, so I'm going to turn the uh, game on to you. Oh, my goodness. What a time. All right, ready? We're going to play the clip. Ready and go. My game plan going into this men's villa is just to be big bro, to be the therapist, to be the homie, um, to not have sex, just to build uh, solid friendships with all of the ladies here. Oh, I was not expecting that clip right there. Um, definitely foreshadowing. I'm, I'm going to go with you. <laughs> okay. And I'm saying definitely foreshadowing because I do not see a world where respectable whore does not have sex on this television program. And I, uh, I'm pretty confident it's going to be with Abby, too. Okay. Okay. Pretty confident in that. That light is going to turn on for Abby and respectable whore. And 
I'm going to even go so far as to say he will not be a therapist. He will not be a big brother. And he will be having sex with these people. Oh, so all of the opposite things that he just mm-hmm. said. Well, I it, the quote just, it made me laugh out loud because it was just like, I'm going to be a big brother. I'm going to be a therapist. I'm going to be there for everybody. I'm not going to have sex, which is just so opposite to all the other things. Like, why do you need to state that you're not going to have sex? Is it because you're going to have sex? Well, a thousand percent, that's what it is, Mixie. It's like sometimes when you're feeling not really confident about yourself and you have to look yourself in the mirror and go, you know what? I'm going to work today. I'm not going to cry. I'm going to get all my work done mm-hmm. and I'm going to be super productive. And but but as soon as you look away from that mirror, you're like, well, I'm definitely crying. I'm not getting all of my work done, and I'm definitely not being productive today. Yeah. But uh-huh. you're like trying to tell yourself, and you're like, if I tell America through this camera lens, <laughs> then then I have to follow through on it. I'm a man of my word. I am a respectable whore. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it oh, is. Oh, respectable whore. God love. Him. I will say this before we move on to some rules. Uh, we get like a, a cute little moment with Hall and Oates before they leave. I'm really pulling for this couple, as we just talked about. I don't see it happening. She's very pretty. I'm very attracted to her. I just want to put that out in the world. So for what it's worth. Oh, and that has been noted. I okay. think that they are the only couple that has a chance. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Percentage is low. <laughs> Percentage is low. Uh, we got to make a point. We got to figure out an episode number where we have to pick if we think they're going to leave together or not. We have to like, okay. put in our bets. What's well, halfway? I think that there is 11 episodes, right? Yeah, well, there's 12 because of the reunion. Like but I like 11 okay. considering the So fact. maybe so after do- episode four, five? Uh, I was, I was going to do after episode five. We'd make the call. Okay. And I would also like the hotties to make the call as well. We'll put a poll in the hotties. You have to vote by the end of episode five. Will Doorway and Oates make it to the altar? Um, (laughs) right before we get to the, uh, one of the most ridiculous things I've seen on television, the, um, rules for the house, Gone Girl is on a roll. This whole episode, she's just saying and doing ridiculous shit. And this is the moment where I decided I was done giving her the benefit of the doubt. When she's saying she lowered her standards for Rob and that people are going to see her and quote, feel some type of way about the guy she's with just evil evil what an absolute horrible thing to say not just saying that out loud to other people you're saying it out loud on a television program that you know everybody's gonna see good luck staying together after this if you do leave together which she says she wants i am rooting for that to not happen it's I, I'm Ugh. every time I see Rob on the screen, I'm like, fuck her. Fuck that one. Who cares? <laughs> fuck that one. D- do it. <laughs> do it. Have sex already. Turn the light on. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Turn the light on. Give it to temptation. <sighs> Should we get into the rules set up by Vanessa? The house rules, the villa rules set up by Vanessa. Oh, sorry. Set up by Gone Girl. Set up by Gone Girl. Guys, if you're not watching this, <laughs> she literally like everybody is hanging around. The guys come back in the villa because they're all split. And the guys walk in. They're like, yeah, let's get ready to party. And she's like, I just want to set down some rules. Should we go over some rules real quick? <laughs> and everybody's like, um, sure, I guess so. Like, like 
Never go to sleep sober. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, number rule number one, no towels on the floor. And we're all like, oh, okay, those, oh, okay, those rules. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So I'm going to go through these rules, Mixie, and you tell me if you think this is a good villa rule or a bad villa rule, okay? Okay, can I just preface by saying there's a difference between villa rules and like living with your boyfriend rules. I will be answering this as if you are with a group of people and not just two of you living together. Okay, so if we're like on a uh, a group vacation, is that yes. what we're talking this about? Is, yes, okay. uh-huh. Okay, so everybody listening, hotties, and everybody listening at home, I also want you to think about these as well. What, what yes. If you think this is a good rule or bad rule. So Mixie will just say good rule or bad rule. Here we go. Okay. Number one, she stated no sitting on my bed with outside clothes. Bad. No. Bad rule. Stupid rule. Bad rule. See a psychiatrist. What am I supposed to do? Change my clothes before I sit on your bed? <laughs> if I was just outside... Soaking in the amazing rays of Hawaii, I'm supposed to come in and want to sit on your bed and go, hold on, let me take off my outside clothes like I am a (laughs) five-year-old. Jesus Christ. Okay, that one was ridiculous. Yeah. uh Bad rule. (laughs) Bad rule. Okay. Uh, Rule number two, no towels on the floor. This rule is a good Mm -hmm. rule when it's just two people living together. It is an unrealistic rule. With a group of people. It's unrealistic. Yes. It is a very much unrealistic. Because unless everybody's got their names written into their towel, like it's summer camp. And there's enough hooks. Yeah. What's the hook situation? Are we yeah. using two bathrooms? Like, what's the... Uh-huh. How's the setup here? Exactly. I, are we... Does everybody have a white towel? I'm supposed to be like, oh, that's, that's Gone Girl's towel. I need to talk to her <laughs> about her towel situation. And I do feel like, before we get any further on this, I do feel like the people who line these rules up are the worst offenders of these as well sometimes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So no towels on the floor. I'm going bad rule. Yep. Absolutely. Keep going. Replace the toilet paper. Good rule. Good rule. But also, that shouldn't be a rule. That's just being a human fucking being. There you go. If you're not replacing the toilet paper when you leave... Because you're like, oh, there's like five other people living here. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you're an asshole. You are a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. No excessive time in the bathroom. <laughs> what does this mean? What does this mean? Uh, it's a bad like, rule. Like, you can't take a long shower? What does this mean? Also, I can guarantee that all four of those girls have their own bathroom. If they don't have their own separate bathroom, the four of them are sharing a bathroom together. Like, they are not... Mm cohabitating the bathroom space with the guys no they can't be that would seem inappropriate exactly so this rule is not only bad it's illogical (laughs) and it doesn't matter (laughs) okay so we're going bad rule we're we're in agreement bad rule Uh uh-huh listen i'm on a hawaiian villa if i want to take a long time in the bathroom if i want to take a 20 minute shower because you have some sort of like rain faucet situation and I am being on television and I'm a little stressed because I think my girlfriend in the other villa might be banging some dude. You're telling me I can't take a long shower? Um, get wrecked. Or as our friend Shaggy said, get stuffed. Yeah, get stuffed. That's a stupid rule to have. <laughs> I also like, 
if you if you eat something that's not good for your stomach, you know, something happens. Yeah. Things happen. I'm, you're trying a new food because you're on a new island. There's a situation on in the nethers. What are you supposed to do? You have to leave the bathroom because Gone Girl said you can't be in there for an extensive amount of time? What, are you going to shit on the floor? All I got was this idea of like going to Ross or Marshall's and you want to go to the dressing room. And they have to give you like the little number of how many things you have. I feel like Gone Girl is like... Here's your pass of three. You get three minutes in the bathroom. <laughs> and then you have to give it back to her on the way out, you know? And be like, okay, uh. I've noted your three minutes of bathroom use for the day. <laughs> like a fucking camp counselor or something like that. Gone oh, girl, get that's over. That's so it. funny. God, this is so stupid. Rule number five no excessive water on the floor. I don't, this is not even a discussion. Bad rule. It's, 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 it, it, again, these aren't rules. These are just like be a human being. If you get out of the shower and there's a bunch of water on the ground, you wipe it up a little bit. But ha- but hold on. You cannot put a towel on the ground. So I don't know how you're no. supposed to wipe that up. No. Because that's a rule. No towels on the ground. If I come from the pool and I'm going inside because I need another adult beverage, I'm supposed to completely dry off? No, I got to get a little towel and, and dry up all the... No, gone girl. This is what you get. You're on a villa. Sometimes you're going to have some shitty situations you're going to have to deal with, but you're in an amazing villa. It's not all going to be flowers and sausages. Okay, Gone Girl? Preach it. Good Lord. All right. Rule number six. No eating a bag of chips on the bed. Wrong. Wrong. Bad. Bad rule. It should be a rule that you bring chips to bed with me. Uh, Only rule. It should be (laughs) always bring chips to bed with you. Yeah. Come on. It's a vacation. Get over it. Uh, number seven, close the door after leaving the bathroom. No. No. And this, you know I freak out about this at work. Listen, I get the thought process of, like, not letting the poop particles come out of the bathroom. Two, twofold. One, you close the door, then it, you're just suffocating it all into that room. Yes. So it's making it worse. Second, how do you know if someone's in the bathroom or not? Preach. Preach. And for those of you going, I don't know about that. You've never worked in an office where the bathroom is only one toilet. Mm-hmm. And everybody is using one to two of the toilets. Yep. Preach uh, it. Okay. Uh, me and Mixie work in one of those situations. There are some people at the office who do close the door. And I'm like, is anybody in there? And I have to, I'd rather take an inventory of who's in the fucking building than knock on the door. That's literally what we do, because then you look like an idiot knocking and talking to somebody in a room that doesn't exist. They aren't there, but the door's shut. Where's Billy? Billy, are you in there? <laughs> There's no Billy. Billy's like in, in the conference room taking a meeting. You're like, oh, I can go in there and take a shit. Great. Yes. Thanks a lot. Just leave the door cracked open. That is the rule. That is the rule. If the door's closed, we know it's occupied. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me. There's no bathroom spray in there? No, gone girl. Get your poopery and get out. Thank you very much. (laughs) Poopery, shout out. Want to be a sponsor? Let us know. DMs are open. Yes. Uh, And number eight, knock on doors before going in. If this goes back to the bathroom door situation, if the door's shut, you knock. That's literally, that's called being a human being. Bad rule. This is a good way of figuring out who the good and bad people are if they're not knocking on the door before they go in i do not want to associate with them exactly you got to weed these people out you can't spell it out for them yeah 
We got to figure it out. Okay. So mainly we had one good rule and that was replace the toilet paper. That was it. Yep. <laughs> Great. Good job, Gone Girl. Thank you for contributing to this very special moment on the Right Reality Podcast. God damn. Okay. Mixie, this is where it started to get really exciting because the house rules brought me down so much. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are we getting to date time? Date picking time, Mixie. Yes. Date yes. picking time in front of the other people. How did we feel watching this? Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, the casting of this season is so good. Uh, I really do think that they did a great job. I feel like last season, a lot of the singles were very just passive. They were there. They weren't really like fighting back or doing anything. Not this season. Uh, uh, uh. Especially the girls. They're like, we will be speaking our minds and we don't care. (laughs) And that whole thing with Gone Girl and uh robert and the girl that she picked and she has a nasty personality and then croissant was saying some shit about the girl that great picked and i will also state i think that this is the most calculated group like i feel like a lot of the guys specifically wanted to take other girls but they didn't want their girlfriends to see the girls they actually wanted to pick of course they did there was a lot of calculated moves Croissant did it too. Croissant didn't pick uh, to whatever yes. his name is. That was the one that yeah. made her weaken her legs. Yeah. I'm going to run down all the things that happened here. And then I would like you to rank your favorite one okay. through three. So there's a bunch of options here. I think we have like seven different options. Number one, croissant picking somebody that was not Tajik. Yeah. Tajik. Uh-huh. I can't remember how to say his name. But I think Taj. It's I'll say Taj. Yeah. What is it? I sure Taj. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Uh that's that it was a complete shock moment for me. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's very calculated. I see where we're going here. Um so croissant picking the other guy. Um moment two that you can pick from. Hall saying, Do I have to? to Mr. Marky Mark. <laughs> he goes, Hall, you're up. Uh you can go ahead and pick somebody. And he goes, Do I have to? Doorway is a professional foot and mouth. Uh, connoisseur because i was like oh he doesn't want to he wants to date oats like he wants to be back with oats and then he was like because i want to pick all of them <laughs> <It's> like, bro, <laughs> right there and then she's like ah oh, i didn't didn't expect him to say that yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> okay here's another one great picking his girl then croissant being like she's ugly Okay, she's not ugly, but her personality sucks. <laughs> um, Croissant definitely thinks she's ugly, but didn't want to come across as a bitch on TV, so she saved it very quickly. <laughs> and, and like the the second part of this, which I will make a different option for you to pick from, because I feel like her going, she's ugly, and then her realizing she's on television, she's like, I shouldn't say she's ugly on television. She uh-huh. tried to cover it by saying... Well, she didn't tell me that she liked him. She could have declined. You're going on a date with my boyfriend? And it's like, yeah, croissant. This is Temptation Island. (laughs) Yeah. it's. What did you think was going to happen, croissant? She could have declined? Yeah. (laughs) Her saying she could have declined is so rich and amazing, like... She doesn't understand the concept of the television show that she's signed up for. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Okay. I want to live in the delusion land that some of these people live in. <laughs> I do, too. It must be so great. It must be. Uh, Vanessa saying that Rob Roberto picked the one with the most stink attitude in the group. Hold on. Now, I just want to say this. She said this out loud in front of everyone else, everybody. <laughs> what Croissant said was in an ITM, okay? Yes. That was not in front of everybody. Yes. Vanessa said that out loud because uh-huh. as soon as they were like, all right, we're done here, she started chirping and Mr. Marky Mark turned around and goes, gone girl, you have some comments you want to share with the group? <laughs> and he's like, she's like, as a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> she's got the most stink attitude of everyone. And I'm like- uh, well, like yours, maybe he's attracted to that mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Pot, meat, <sighs> kettle, you yes. know? <laughs> yes. Then Gone Girl grabbing her ass and like pulling it and showing Rob Roberto's date like, look at this fat ass on the way out. Yeah, so um, that was definitely my favorite part. It once again made me want to punch Gone Girl in the face. But like television entertainment wise, this woman is perfection. Um, just truly everything that that Temptation Island didn't know they needed. Uh, but God, that was special. And then I think the icing on the cake for me was once she got back and she was telling Bryce or Bruce or whatever the fuck his name is that she's a sophisticated uh, woman and that that's not how she acts. It, it's amazing. I think that was my favorite part. <laughs> it, it's it's like our good friend Sarah from the challenge. Yeah, but she just sucks. She, I mean, Gone Girl sucks too. Yes. It's the double talk of being like, oh, this, this, and everybody's watching being like, yeah, but you... We mm-hmm. all watched that happen. You're you're none of the, you might think you are just because you wear a nice dress doesn't mean you're a sophisticated lady. Okay, Correct. that's not how any of this works. Factual. Okay, so you're gonna say that Gone Girl grabbing her ass on the way out was your favorite. That would be your your favorite moment of that. I think that, and also just like all of the women and men's reaction to it of everybody being like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I think that was it. What about you? Uh, my favorite, I think, was, damn, I- I'm going to go have to go with my boy Hall saying, do I have to? <laughs> like, because it was just like, kind of like, he knew what he was going to do. We all knew he was going to pick Michaela because, yeah. you know, uh-huh. obviously. And he was just like, I don't want her to know that I'm picking Michaela. But he was the only one I felt that picked the girl he actually wanted to go on a date with. And that's why I respected it. I fully agree, man. I really like Doorway. I do. I think that he's a he's a great straight man for like the yes. show. I think he's a good right there for us. Um, yeah. My second favorite is is Gone Girl going. You picked the one with the most stink attitude, and then I forget her name. She actually stood up for herself, which I really really. Liked. Yes, she did. So. Uh huh. I loved it. That's what I'm saying. Res- these these respect. singles are like actually fighting back, and I like it a lot. We get back to the house, and this is pre, it's like the night before the dates. Um, mm-hmm. Something happened that made me very sad. And it made me very sad for the state of women in, in relationships nowadays. There was okay. a whole conversation about being fed 
meals or yes. having meals being brought to you and how yes. that's like oh great would never do that and oh they my guy would never like oh, oh i think gone girl said something like if if my guy is helping somebody else when i need something that's a problem she said and i quote because i wrote this down because i thought it was absolutely wild <laughs> If I need something and you do something for someone else, that's a problem. And then our girl Oates goes on and says, as the voice of America, Mm -hmm. she goes, really? (laughs) (laughs) She gets it. She's like, who am am I in this fucking house with? Mm -hmm. Who are all these psychopaths? It's twofold. One, the fact that they were so impressed by being brought food made me incredibly sad. It it made me very sad. Like if you are dating someone that is not like helping you out or being there, being like, I mean, every once every day, I'm like, hey, can you grab me a water? Hey, I need a Sprite. It's Sprite time. It's Sprite o'clock. And that is brought to me. Like that's what you do. You're in a relationship. You take care of each other. Also, if I was out with my significant other and some girl like scraped her knee and I'm, we're sitting there with a bunch of napkins and she's bleeding and my boyfriend gets up to go help her stop the bleeding but I need the water at that point in time I'm not getting mad at him for helping the girl no. who's bleeding and why would that even cross your mind you would want your boyfriend to be like over there helping that's the exact thought I had in my head was that situation like somebody is needs actual assistance and uh-huh. then you're being a whiny bitch about something one of the things is a higher priority and i would like my significant other to be able to be a rational enough human being to be able to immediately rank those things in his uh-huh. head or her head and go okay this is a this is an a1 priority and you needing you know a refill on your water glass is going to be second right now. Uh, I need to do that. Because I would hope that my partner would find my ability to help somebody else so attractive yes. that they just were like, oh my God, look at him. Just just like Selfless. helping in like a little fucking superhero he is. Uh-huh. Yeah. A million percent. Maybe I'm going to scrape my knee tonight at home and see what he does to help <laughs> me out. Like that... That whole conversation, my jaw was on the ground and I was just sad. It was sad that all of these women were like, yeah, he does like, but they never bring me a plate of food. Like what? Are you, wh- break up. Break up. <laughs> break up now. What the fuck? How many times have we had to say it? How many times do we have to say it? And I would also like to state for the record, I feel that Doorway would bring Oates a plate of food. A thousand percent. He wants to have babies with her. You think he's not bringing her a plate of food? Mm-hmm. Come on. So sad. So incredibly sad. So that's all happening at the girls' villa. We go over to the guys' villa, and it's lap dance central. It's tiki party time. It is fucking tiki party time at the men's villa, and I'm just like, let's go, gentlemen. This is the first party of the year. It is time to have some fun, and God damn it, there better be some asses being shaken here. And I actually thought to myself, before you start shaking those asses, you better make sure we're ready to go. They had their yeah. glasses out. 
They all got their drinks poured. Uh-huh. And you know what I thought here, Mixie? What? They better have some liquid IV in those glasses. It would help them stay hydrated. You should definitely be hydrating. I told you guys last week that I was going to try the new liquid IV flavor that was the tart green apple. It was very tart. It was oh. very tart. It wasn't for me. Okay. I went back to my lemon lime. I'm in love with the lemon lime again, Mixie. Uh-huh. Okay. I like that. And the best thing about this is that, again, I do two. You only have to do one. It's so easy. You just do one of the little ones. And I would like to run down the new flavors for you, Mixie. Oh. There's a sea berry and a strawberry lemonade and a Concord grape. Oh, man. Which one of these sounds the most delicious to you in this moment? Honestly, strawberry lemonade would be incredibly refreshing. And the electrolytes I would get from it would be incredible. So I would have to go with strawberry lemonade. Yeah, because you're going to get five essential vitamins with two times faster hydration than just doing water alone. I know before you go out, you're like, we got to hydrate. You got to pump some water in. No, no, no. You're going to put one stick of liquid IV. You're going to get B3, B5, B6, and B12 along with some vitamin C. It is absolutely delicious. There are so many flavors to pick from, as we said. And lastly, remember what we told you last week. You guys followed through for us. Yes, you did. You followed through. We finally got a sponsor, and you guys were like, we're going to go buy some liquid IV, and we're going to use, quote, air horns at checkout. Hell yeah. We're going to get our 20% off. We're going to get some delicious liquid IV sent to us by our now sugar mommy, sugar daddy, liquid IV. <laughs> and you, you, you came through, and we really appreciate that. So if you want to join the other hotties that have already done that and getting stuff delivered to them as we speak, you're going to go to liquidiv.com. You're going to buy anything you want. You get 20% off mm-hmm. as long as you put in code AIRHORNS when you do the checkout. Good friends here at The Right Reality are going to make some Absolutely. money. Absolutely. And let us know that you've done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to know. Let us know that you've done it. We yeah. get the little emails when you've done it. But I want to hear from what you. What hottie to thank. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate it. So, again, liquidiv.com, 20% off. We get a little bit of money from that, which is great because we need to be able to pay for all the stuff we're doing here for you guys now. <laughs> and we really appreciate it. But I assume all the people about to get their dicks grinded on had a shit ton of liquid IV. Let's get to the party time, Mixie. I would, I would think so. Yeah, this tiki party was incredible. And we had so much ass all over the place. I know you guys are, are waiting with bated breath to, to hear who I will be crowning ass of the week this week. And you might be thinking, Michaela's got it. It's under, it's, it's done. It's locked up. It's Hold over. on. Are you telling me ass of the week? This, she's laughing, everybody. There is a planet I live on and Michaela didn't continue. I'm still a novice at this, I guess. Let me explain what happened here. Now, was Michaela's ass absolutely popping? Yes. Was our boy Doorway unable to contain himself and at multiple points throwing himself basically out of the chair he was sitting in to watch? Yes. But this is why we are not crowning Michaela this week's ass of the week. Now, who knows what could happen? But this week, the camera angles... And the zooms that we received from Michaela's lap dance were just not anywhere close to my girl Tammy in the crochet bikini. Wow. Being crowned this week's Pass of the Week. I just want to be very clear as to why. There was a lot more of uh, like ass to like 
atmosphere ratio was just higher with Tammy. And also, at one point, I am pretty sure I saw butthole. And that is unheard of. That's unheard of an ass of the week is seeing actual starfish hole. Yeah, yeah I, I can't I can't just walk past that. So Tammy in her crochet bikini is being crowned this week. Michaela, I see you. Don't you worry. Your front ass and back ass are pop pin. And we will mm. give you the crown when you deserve it later on. But I'm sorry, production and editing, they screwed you on this. And I have to give it to my girl, Tammy. I have to. I saw butthole. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? It's very possible. If you didn't watch, Mixie's right. <laughs> there, there was a moment where I was like, uh, they might have missed something. Uh-huh. They might have missed something there. They might have missed something there. Somebody might have let one slip through there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this party was fucking wild, everybody. It was so fun. It looked so fun. And then they, like, jump back to the women's villa, and it's so boring. And I was like, I... The men's villa is going to be popping off this season, and I think that the women's villa is just going to be full of rules and complaining. It was such a stark difference (laughs) going from literally a strip club scene, like champagne room strip club scene with Mm. neon lights and everything, Mm. and then we switch over, we like hard cut to the girls' villa, and it's like fluorescent lights. Everybody's got like a fucking like sweater on and a hoodie they're all hanging out singing fucking kumbaya and they're like we're gonna play um answer the question or drink tonight and i'm like great that's what we all want to see there were some answers to some questions that made me kind of want to vomit is it this one um bryce who is 25 was asked now bryce is the uh gentleman who gone girl has kind of uh Mm -hmm. wanted to sink her claws into not a knife yet suck the youth out of him yeah yeah bryce was asked what is your body count and for those of you who are unaware of what body count means body count means how many people have you slept with Mm -hmm. so We'll put that out there. For the record, I, in my personal opinion, and I want to hear from you, it is people, not amounts of times you've had sex. True. So if you've slept with one person for three years in a row, that one person just counts as one, not 365. Correct. It's the amount of bodies. Correct. I just want to clarify because some people think that it's times, and it is not. No, it's not times. This number would be fair if it was the amount of times for a Mm -hmm. 25-year-old. Bryce, who again, I will state for the record, is 25. He claimed his number was 93. Mm -hmm. 93 as a 25-year-old man. Are you not Um, believing that? I kind of don't believe that, and then in a way I kind of do. But you know who didn't like that? Gone, Gone Girl. Gone Girl was disgusted by his number, as a matter of fact. She was like, oh, he seemed like such a gentleman. And to know that he has bed 93 women is just, uh. Not that that's going to change Gone Girl's mind, but. Can you we know. talk really quickly about the 
hypocrisy coming out of Gone Girl in this statement. I would love to. She's saying that Bryce isn't wholesome anymore because he slept with 93 women. But then Mm -hmm. she's still a sophisticated woman while putting a shot in her ass and pouring it into another guy's mouth. She did do that, everybody. She did do that. And she also explained in very specific detail what her favorite position was. Mm -hmm. Aggressively explain. Like, you can just go, oh, it's this, and be done with it, which is what 99% of Americans would do. Mm -hmm. But not our Gone Girl. No. Not our Gone Girl. Our Gone Girl described some strength, some very specific positioning Mm -hmm. while in this position. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, one girl, one guy fell out of his chair, literally fell yeah. onto the floor out of amazement. He did. Because clearly she said very more descriptive stuff that USA was like, we can't, we can't, we've put enough in here that we can. We've shown somebody's asshole and we can't even say that. <laughs> Facts. It was, it was too much. It was too much. Do we think 93 is too much Mixie at 25 years old? Or are we letting him live his life? I mean, we let people live their lives. I thought as a society, we've stopped like trying to judge people for shit like that. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, if you are asking that question, then you care. If you are like, you know what I mean? That's fine. If that's how you feel about a situation, that's fine. I personally don't care. The more, the merrier. You probably, if you're betting more people, that means you're good at it. I would imagine so, or you have really good game. Yeah. I think that's where she kind of maybe took the turn, because she heard 93, and she's like, oh, so you're a bit of a player. You you get around. I don't know if... I think she's thinking she can find these guys that maybe aren't the most sophisticated, they don't have the best game, and that she is going to like sink her teeth into them and not let them leave, because they're like, I'm not going to get anything better. But when he's got 93, she's maybe thinking it's the opposite way. Should we do the math? Okay, so he's 25. Math. Let's say he started having sex at what, 17? Is that a fair? Okay. I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go, I'm going to give him an extra year. I'm going to say 16. Okay, so then that means he has nine years. Nine years. Of sexing to bed 93 women. So that's what? 10 plus 10 women a, a year. year that's not terrible in my opinion it's not too terrible but that also tells me maybe you haven't been in like a, a long-term relationship. relationship because then I, if i'm thinking let's say you've been in a relationship with somebody for one year okay then you you need to do 20 the next year in order to make up for it or something like that totally you gotta like get it back so if yeah. if if she maybe is like oh i was in a relationship for for four years, it was a long-term relationship for four years. Then one year, he he went through forty different women, and that's and that's a lot. And that would be a different conversation. He does not come across as someone that's been in a serious relationship. And I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I can't imagine the people that are coming on this show. I know they say that they're looking for the love of their. Life. No, you're not. You're going after men and women that are in a relationship already. You are not looking for a long-term situation. Yeah, I, I don't think you are. I really You're don't think so. But you You're looking for a tummy tea post on your Instagram. And that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Like, we followed all these people. We see your accounts, guys. We know what you're doing. And that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. But let's... I mean, again, we've watched episode three. Somebody 
is really, really real in the next episode about what's mm-hmm. happening. So, you know, it's very fantastic and refreshing. It is. We'll, we'll move on from that and the butt shot. Uh, I don't think I'm taking a butt shot. I'm just going to be honest with you. Well, I mean, I, that had to have gone mostly in his eyes. Just the logistics of it. it. It's, it's just, it's off. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not worth the gag. It's not worth the hee-ha-ha that happened from yeah. it, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Rob. He has a breakdown. He does have a breakdown. Our poor boy has a bit of a breakdown. I need him to leave Gone Girl right now. Like, I need him to just agree to it <laughs> and be done. Yeah. I want the uh, best I for him. Too. I want it so badly. Watching him cry about this goddamn awful woman in his life. And he's embarrassed by her and all this stuff. Like, I just, I feel terrible for him. Get out. Please get out. Get out. Yeah, if you weren't watching, which I don't see how you're not at this point, but you know what? You just you like us so much here at the number one that that's what you want to do. Also, speaking of the number one, if you type Temptation Island into Apple Podcasts right now. Are we back? Who's the number one? Who's the fucking number one, baby? Your favorite's the real number one. Oh, you'd love to see it. I love it so much. Love it so much. Go look at it right now, Mix. Oh, my God, we are. Oh, we're so good at what we do. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So I want to talk about our poor boy Rob there because Rob Roberto was going through it. Rob Roberto was in the tub. Uh, not in the. T- well, I guess that was a big hot tub. That's the big hot tub there. It looks like a giant hot tub. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And what? There's like three or four women in there with him. And uh, it looked like two of the other guys were in there. Doorway was there for sure. Doorway was definitely there. He was trying to help our boy out. And he was going through it and he's like, listen, um, I'm sick of like being told not to say anything and not being able to describe how I feel and being interrupted. That was his big thing. He goes, anytime I'm trying to say something, she interrupts me. And I'm done with that. I need to be able to talk about my feelings. I've never talked about my feelings before. And then one of the girls tries to interrupt him, which is probably the worst thing you can do in this moment. <laughs> and he's like, he like kind of gets at her. And he's like, you just need to shut up and let me do what I need to do. And then she's like, how dare he say anything like that? And I'm like, girl, he just told you his big thing was being interrupted. And then you were like, being yeah, interrupted because she was trying to press him. She was trying mm-hmm. to press him because here's the thing. I'm trying to remember her name real quick. Nafisa. Nafisa. So our boy. Great picked um, her to go on a date, picked Nafisa to go on a date. And Nafisa is talking to him because she's a little upset about a few things. And I start having a terrible thought that we have a Trace 2.0 situation on our hands. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Tra- our girl Trace oh, from last year who was like, why aren't you already married to me? <laughs> like you've known me for two minutes and you came in with a girlfriend of three years. Mm-hmm. We've been on one date mm-hmm. because Trace 2.0 saw great in Tammy dancing. Tammy, who also wanted great, was grinding all on, on him all night. And and boy, Trace 2.0 was not having it. She was like, I can't believe you would let her do that because we went on a date. I'm like, yo, he's also got a girlfriend, my girl. <laughs> That's the funniest part of all of it. I know. 
Trace 2.0, you need to calm down, Trace. It's so funny. It's so funny. And then, like, they get all mad. And then they're like, you're not paying yeah. attention to me. Yeah. Like, the whole point of this goddamn show <laughs> is for them to experience all of you people and decide if they want to break up or not. It's not The Bachelor where they pick you and then you go off. Like, that's not what it is. Yes, there's still an added component at the end that it could be somebody else. The person they came in with that they had a long-term relationship with. Mm -hmm. So I think she's a little upset by seeing Tammy grind up all on great. That Trace 2.0 is now in the hot tub and she's fuming. She's already hot before she gets in the hot tub. Mm -hmm. And our boy Rob Roberto is trying to have a real moment and she interrupts. Mm -hmm. And she's like, excuse me, I'm just trying to figure out if people like each other and she was like i hope you would like understand if you like somebody by like week two and he's like eh, eh, no <laughs> uh, no okay i'm having a moment i am i am the one who this show is about not you trace 2.0 see that's it that's the problem because she was like we all have feelings and emotions that we want to share too and i'm like but this isn't about you respectfully no. all of the singles are supporting like background actors like yeah. you are selected by the mains to be inserted in a storyline at some point or not at all and if you are selected yeah. you do your part in the storyline you don't interject and make it about you and this guy's clearly blacked out by the way oh yeah very blacked out he's so drunk he does he's keeps saying over and over again how he can never express his emotions he's finally doing that like girl and she's like it's about me now listen <laughs> I know the terminology. I'm going to use some kid terminology again because we're cool. You don't get to have main character energy here, honey. You are a supporting character at best. Preach. You are playing a role. Your role is to support the main character here when they choose it. If not, you stay out of the photo and you just nod and agree. You say your line so they can have their moment. That's what this is about. Absolutely. We want more men to be able to share their feelings and talk about things openly then the worst thing you can do is stop them and be like, yeah, but it's about me now. No, Trace 2.0. It's not about you. This is not your show, Trace 2.0. Oh, can we call her Trace 2.0? That would be fantastic. I don't want to call her anything other than Trace 2.0 at this point. Good. Oh, great. So the night ends, and then we go into the dates, which they kind of blew past very quickly. There's really just one part of the dates that I wanted to talk about because honestly, Stephen, it reminded me of you. Uh, doorway oh. was sitting there oh, with Michaela, and uh-huh. he asked her what her timeline is, oh. and she says that she has no timeline. And I was like, "This girl is perfect for Steven Steven also does God. not like timelines. <laughs> no, not a timeline type of guy. Yeah, I mean, we like we like cheating timelines. Oh, we love a cheating timeline. Big cheating timeline people. But timelines of like what you want to do with your life, you are very anti that. I I am. And I was, this is the first person I've also heard take that uh, same approach. Well, he, you know, it's kind of an unfair comparison for me and Michaela. Okay. I believe we have different timelines for different reasons. Uh, I'm just going to take a guess that her inability or unwantingness to put a timeline on things is because she is one of the hottest women probably on the planet. And she's like, I'm not ready to do anything. Do you see my Instagram? I'm getting flown all over the place doing Uh, shit. You think I want to build a timeline? Nah. Mm -hmm. I'm more about the situation, at least for me, 
where uh, when you get to my age, 38, I don't know how many of you are my age, certain things happen in your life that you could never foresee happening work-wise, personal-wise, and stuff like that, that if I were to say, oh, five years ago, I anticipate this to happen, nobody can do that, okay? And so to me, if you say, oh, in five years, I want to do this, when those five years come, if you don't do that, I feel like you you can only say you have failed because you did not accomplish what you want to accomplish. That's so fair. it's more about being happy with where you are in the moment and taking things as they come instead of going, well, in five years, I would like to double my salary and I'd like to uh, meet somebody and settle down. So if you don't get that, if I don't double my salary and I don't settle down, mm-hmm. did I, did I, what did I waste the last five years? I think you would have to say that you do, but- yeah, Michaela, shout out. I know you already follow us. No big deal. So obviously you're already into me. Whatever, no big deal. Shout out. I, I can't, I probably can't afford your lifestyle, but you know, I'm funny for what that's worth. Honestly, more important. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was it for the episode from my point of view. I feel like um, we got a really good cast, guys. I think that shit's really going to start hitting the fan soon. Yeah. And um, I'm excited to watch that happen. I need some sex. I am too. I'm I'm excited for the fact of when uh, Rob Roberto um, and Gone Girl, when Gone Girl figures out that the girl with the stinky attitude, that they're already friends at this point, that that little relationship is already done. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like, oh, we're going to be better off as friends. She's like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, we are. I don't want somebody who's like crying in the pool. I'm out already. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, though. So, yep. But that's Absolutely. it. Very fantastic episode. And uh, I can't wait for episode three coming up uh, soon. Be sure, uh, remember, use, use code AIRHORNS at liquidiv.com. Get that 20% off. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Yay. Um, and we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot, guys. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.